finally. Finally. It's the Sweat Equity Podcast, I guess. Jesus. That, yeah. I hope I finally I thought there was a, uh, a finally something. It's two finally hours. I took a shit or something. I'm Eric Redinger, joined by David Weingarten. John Paul Labadee and my beautiful wife is sitting over there behind the camera like an old lesbian with a <laughs> weird haircut. Why is she off camera again? Because <laughs> of the haircut. Oh. She's got the sound effects. <laughs> was that? That was Dave? That was pretty good. We're without <laughs> Lost Wait, Smith. compare that, Nikki, to the actual sound effect. That was exactly on. Are you? I don't it. know which graphic corresponds to that sad sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Eric, sorry. Not that so, one. That, this could take a while. Yeah, okay. Can you guys quit fucking around, please? I found it. Now, Dave, do it. <laughs> this is why we need law. This yeah. is rule of law. That I just came five up with that. seconds. I know, but you guys just do your own thing all the time. All of you. It felt good. No, you're second. I want you, I want you in charge here. I am in charge. We're without law, Smith. He's getting a mammogram. <laughs> um, our main guest is David Weingarten. Hello. Back from the brink. Yeah, man. What do you the want? The brinks of Orlando. Okay. The jungles. Before I get into all that, I need to uh, do the fresh books ad read where you get 30 days free or something. Wait, the it, offer code SWEAT. And that should be good. Wait, right? So that was your endorsement for like a sponsor? Was it? Are they paying it. you to, for that endorsement? Yeah, it's not a solid. He pays big that. money. I want to hear with some feeling. Like, no. do you believe in this shit or no? No, I don't think there should be any taxes at all. I think the federal government should be dissolved, and we should just uh, live in okay. small uh, clans of like fourteen to eighteen people. Fresh right. Books endorses that <laughs> statement. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mister Robot, dissolve the government. Settle I think it's their, uh, their their thing. Anyway. So anyways, um, yes, we got John Paul Labity, yeah, owner, Tampaniac Pictures for all of your video needs. Yep. Fresh off. Fresh off the video tip. Is and he paying for that sponsorship? No, I didn't no. pay for that one. Thank you. <laughs> free? These are all free. Do you want free spot? Do you want free not ad that, read? That's only not fair. that kind of ad read. <laughs> Doctor? No, thank you. I can't tell if she wants me to or not. <laughs> I do not. That's what the side to side. Okay. Should we even say that Nick, you're a doctor? The sound effect bar. That would have been perfect. The fart, especially. Yeah, if you could just communicate nothing but sound effects from here on out, that'd be great. Kind of misogynistic. <laughs> a tad misogynistic. Shut your mouth and you resort it to a soundboard only. It's your only contribution. I know, but she's like a powerful woman and she kind of, she likes that sort of thing. She likes to be put down. Right? I do. Okay. okay. If you're going to talk, though, you do need to actually use the microphone. <laughs> what, is that a word? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you got the nice one. She does got the nice one. So, Dave, Yo. should we talk about mustache first before we talk about the incredible journey? Sure, man. On? This is your show. I'm, I'm along for the spiritual ride. So, mustache is your, uh, your product coming out soon, and you actually should get one out. We are a video show. You can show it off. Yeah, because yeah. just off the bat. It's, it's tough to describe. It's but like, what's a mustache? You guys, you guys are... Uh, you have, I think, at least a couple of them. I know. On hand here. I know. We'll, <laughs> Wait, we don't bust have out one. yours. No, he's got one. Bust it out. Where's that? <laughs> We've been I sitting here for it. 
two hours trying to figure out our camera, and we don't have our fucking props. So, anyways, you guys have some. Um, I uh, I did not bring mine with me. I saw you showed me the the oh, new I thing. Well, I have the new re redesign for the cab. I can show you that. Piece. Yeah, okay. I, have, I like right. the one we have. I use it to keep my my diaphragm in. See, it has multi multiple uses above and beyond the. Marijuana. People are so confused capacity. about this. Okay. I would first off be like, nobody's got mustaches. I know. So well, when uh, when Law refers to Dave on the, the podcast, we'll say uh, our friend must with a mustache, uh, Dave, and it just sounds like we're talking about our friend with the mustache. So, <laughs> exactly. So okay. if if my arms seem like they're getting tired, it's because I have to hold a mic for the first time in my podcasting <laughs> life. Ever. I've never had to hold a mic. Don't. Stand up. I know. Usually you offer a nice convenience to the guest. I know. Or the I spouse know. or whomever and say, hey, you're not going to have to hold the mic for the duration. Still of the have podcast. no idea what's in this bag. Not happening here. Um, so if you open up that bag, we have a piece of the mustache. Too many tubes? The other yeah. Bag? Dave, this, this is, is going to be hard for you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in an orgy and I'm ill-equipped to handle everything that's... All right. Yes, I feel like, like I feel like that as well. <laughs> it's not like that. There. There we go. All right. You have what about tubes? an explanation um, about... So I didn't realize what I had. We okay. Had, we were focusing on technical uh, difficulties and not prop and product Dave, capability. Dave has a, uh, a product. All right. So my product, we. my product is the mustache, right? So the mustache is essentially a way to um, more responsibly and concisely carry around your weed. Um, I'm not a big proponent of like a, a huge suitcase to carry around your weed. Am I allowed to be talking about weed on your podcast? I don't know, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's so, fine, dude. It's, right, hey. it's, it's legal okay. here. Well, kind of, maybe. Anyways, so you're from a, you're living Dave, in a place where about 15 more seconds. I have reciprocity, Holy I guess. With anyway, so if you're carrying around weed and you don't feel like bringing a suitcase with you know enormous uh, paraphernalia and it's just a, as for a guy, I don't have that kind of personal storage, right? So this is a way you could take like a joint or a blunt or even a one hitter and just uh, carry that around in a tube, which is airtight, watertight, branded with mustache. That goes into the bottom of my product, my mustache receptacle, AKA the Raleigh, this part being the folly. Uh, they're rhyming now. The mortar and the pestle. You can ash your mustache. You can ash your uh, whatever you're using. Um, up here, or you could use ground weed to replenish, but essentially you have a receptacle and a receptacle. You ash in this piece here, ash. You stash the remainder here. That uh, that beeping sound is so fucking distracting. <laughs> I'm just wondering how long you're going to let me hold this fucking microphone. Here, yeah, take it. That's let me market my product, man. Sorry, no, man. No, 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 no. My head was just like, we're wondering about how long I'm gonna hold this microphone for. And all I, I hear is, I needed you, man. I needed you to just hold it for just a few more I seconds. I, I, I was pitch. just waiting for you to take it out of the bag. I, was, I hold your product right in front of yes, the camera. Show people an up close version. We're like, like professionals. Well, this is a professional. So, I thought, uh, gosh, I mean, you know. Can we start this over? No. Fuck no. <laughs> Come on, man. Mustache, no, it's it's all good. It's, um, it's uh, not out available yet. But, ooh, there we go. See, Nikki's got it under control. She worked for QVC for 14 years. That was really good. Um, anyways, it uh, it is in the manufacturing stage right now, which is why I don't have the uh, the full packaging and everything to show. But essentially, it's a uh, more convenient way to carry around your weed. You have you have a cell phone in your pocket. I don't have a purse. Sometimes I don't have a backpack to carry all my weed shit. So I'll put a blunt in the tube, 
and I'll reuse it by ashing in the receptacle, and it's just kind of, uh, I don't know, it's a little bit. I love the idea. I used it in my car. Yeah. I mean, it's I, most cars don't have ashtrays in them anymore, so. Yeah. I, I have the patented twirl-to-open technology. I've, this is a patent pending. Um, everything's fully patented, trademarked, all that stuff. So. Twirl-to-open. Yeah. Um, I don't have a blunt. I don't have a full ride to show you here. I don't have a, the, all my props in order, but um, be on the lookout for mustache. This is a carrying case. I have perforated business cards where you can roll your own filter tips. Those are the best business here. cards ever made. So you, you want to demo that? You that's a great idea. The other one. You want to demo it for me? Well, I can't. We both only have one hand, so you got to. Yeah. Oh, it goes back to that. So, uh, there you go. And you got the spliff right there. And you can roll brilliant. this up. I think it's brilliant. Into it's great marketing tip. for sure. And if you're smoking weed from a joint or a blunt without a filter tip, you're smoking, you're physically eating weed a lot of the time. So this is uh, it's essential. Well, this is like experience. six business cards in one because every time they rip one off, you yeah. got a little, it says your mustache brand right there. It's like hey, another little business giggity. card. Why don't you put that microphone down, Toots? You're, you're messing with Rubbing it. it. Anyways, um, so the mustache, uh, anything else we want to talk about with it? No, I mean, it's, to... I, I, uh, I have a, a brand that I'm, I'm working on. I'm working on trying to get the product to be a, to manufacture the product. And to be honest with you, when you're making something that's plastic, that's the biggest hurdle. Because uh, you go to high-volume manufacturing, and uh, it becomes expensive. And Where are you getting this made at, the top piece, the ashtray? Part? I don't know. I mean, I'd love to say, hey, uh, give it in America, you know. But uh, might have to go a little overseas China. and get the best price point. For sure. Yeah. You'd rather pay For one cents instead of four. No, it's not like that. It would be a lot more lopsided than that. But um, he just wants hey, someone in his sweatshop. I'm sure Trump will apply some tariffs that'll make it uh, sweatshop. less advantageous to buy overseas. So yeah, the uh, the thing that blew my mind with those was the uh, you're breaking down the price of the the tube, and then the the price of the tube was less than the price of the sticker that went on the tube. Totally. Yeah. I mean, they, think about that. But they produce those tubes in such high volume. Right. I know, but that's point. what's... I mean, that's kind of... I'm a bit of a manufacturing nerd. So that's right. kind of... No, no I don't. <laughs> no. Just saying, like, it's weird that you can do that rather than print up little tiny stickers that just go on the side. And, like, because the, the tube has utility. Those stickers don't mean shit if they're not on the tube. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that probably are, would like to talk to you just about how you had an idea and then it came, you know into reality and you got it made you know there's a lot of steps in that process like trademarks you know getting the actual ashtray all these dimensions like made and all of that stuff like i've always wondered like if you have an idea what's the first step do i go out and get it trademarked first or do i go out and get a working model like try and put one together in a way and then go and get get it trademarked um because I've always, you know, I always have these great, these ideas that I can't actually engineer myself. Yeah. So, you know, do I get those that idea down first, on paper first? You run it by your dentist so she can tell you <laughs> it's a bad idea. Oh, Nikki's referring to my bad idea. That yeah. actually people didn't know that dentists are fucking uh, omniscient and know everything about every industry. I had an idea. I had the dentist. idea for the 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 self brushing. Toothbrush machine. Toothbrush machine. You're curious about the process. The process. Yeah, the process. I mean, any new product, a tangible product. And again, I have not done this product justice during this podcast uh, on video. Um, 
You still can. If Justice, I, if, justify it. Well, well, hold on. I'll, I'll get there in a second. But essentially, you have to be able to design. You have to create a physical design. So there's 3D designers, CAD specialists that can take something if it's tangible and they can create a prototype. Or they can at least create a drawing that can be the impetus for a prototype. So or the, the uh, inspiration. So um, once you like that, <laughs> it's too close to impotence. Sometimes <laughs> I, I say it, and I'm like, man, you know, I'm walking the line here. My dick in my head. Even though I said that. So yeah, you uh, <laughs> you get your design, and then the design can spawn like a 3D printed prototype, and you can see whether the functionality or the aesthetics are in, on par with what you're looking for, and then from there you can do like silicone uh, molding and pressure casting and some like really low volume um, ways to replicate that product with plastics or other material. But then once you actually be, get it to where you need high volume, it goes to an injection molding process. And you create a mold and then you determine where you want to inject into that mold and create the ultimate product. When did you get it trademarked? Uh, you apply through the um, US Patent Office. The in US that PTO. process, like when did you At any that? point in time you can do oh. it. The trademark is more for like your um, imagery that you use in your branding, um, the color schemes, that kind of stuff. So it's more of like your, um, like, image imagery. See, he's terrified of it getting stolen from him. So he's never. That's why he's not Billy Mays. Is because he immediately goes to. Well, I can't show him. Like they're gonna steal it and then make. He doesn't have that. Really the, the he's got problem. Nothing. Sign non-disclosure agreements with everybody. R.I.P. Billy Mays. That's a, intellectual property is protected by the non-disclosure agreement, and so uh, the, all the logistics of you know getting manufacturing and packaging and there's a lot of bits and pieces. Um, but you guys, Tokaworks, big player in helping me with my marketing and online presence and oh, social media. Be huge. I'm, uh, I'm stoked about that. And, you know, um, it's not for everybody. But as a guy that only fucking brings his pockets to carry shit, I cannot bring a huge thing to carry my weed. I put a blunt in the tube. I put, like, a little bit of sand or a little bit of salt in the top, something that gracefully... Uh, can ash your whatever the fuck you're for smoking. sure yeah like, and then so i bring my blunt i'll smoke part of my blunt when i'm uh, ready to i will ash and extinguish the flame in my mustache quickly i will ash it back into the tube i ash it i stash it and i mustache it. for sure do you think Dude, a, and it, a traditional and it, uh, it holds it up like that too it's a stand sized crack pot crack pipe would would fit <laughs> And then I could no, Nikki. No, well, actually, the one hitters rock. like those glass one hitters. If they don't have a bubble, it's like, a, like not a mushroom head mm. type bowl. Yeah, um, you can stick them in that plastic part. Yeah, all my crystal meth pipes Dude, wouldn't. But fit. no crack, really. This no crack at all, please. I don't want to be like the, <laughs> the crackheads crack first choice. Crack. Every crackhead's got a mustache. Oh, you can make a butt crack one. Cops know that they're crackheads because store... they have a mustache. Okay, how about this? I got a great idea. <laughs> well, nobody else uses the mustache. The the sister product to the mustache is. Butt crack, crack uh, storage oh, area crack in your butt crack. And it's like some kind of. It's a perfect triangle. Maybe it's underwear in your with cheeks. a pouch, or I don't know. You know, I'm spitballing here, but I think it's a really good idea. I got something idea. to say serious about it. And okay. I just really seriously. It, this actually is an easy sell for any anybody that smokes. Any pothead because. Which is I fine. mean, the, you're going to use this everywhere that you don't want to ash. Like, I'm, when people think about, you, you know, smoking, what you're – not everybody's, like, out in the open, in an open field, and they can just ash anywhere. What, what if you're in a hotel room or 
what if you're in your car, like I said, or what if you're in a house that doesn't have an ashtray? And look you're at you're at school. It's, it's the only the, uh, the, the twirling when you twirl your mustache by opening the, the receptacle when you twirl it. That's patented. Like that's that is. I'm the only one that has that. Nobody else has a twirlable top that's 360 degrees. God, I the love top. that twirl. It's amazing. Twirl the mustache. Just, now, I'm so sad it's trademarked every, and I can't Everybody have it. has either a pop top or like an unscrew the top kind of deal. Uh-uh. I got the twirl. You thought so, outside the box. If it's in your pocket and it's standing upright and you can twirl it in your pocket and actually take whatever's in there without employing a second hand, you don't have to employ a second hand. Mm -hmm. Have you thought about doing the uh, pitch man gimmick? I mean, now you're going to talk about your second product, but he does have a second product that... Second product. But, but it, it doesn't matter. The point is that I think you're turning into like a product pitch guy, right? Billy Mays is gone, so somebody's got to fill those. David Weinberg here. Really hairy shoes. For mustache. Just got to work on the voice. My favorite product that they sold was the one that you could spray paint a boat with holes in it and then ride the boat. Flex Seal? <laughs> Flex Seal, yeah. Uh, I was like, I don't know, what shit. is this for? I got that guy hauling ass in a boat. <laughs> <laughs> <That guy. laughs> it wasn't like boat spray paint. It was for sealing stuff, and that was a, a demonstration. So anyways, be on the lookout for mustache, spelled just like that, mustache. This is one of the carrying bags that comes. Spelled M-U-S-T-A-S-H. Um, it will launch. These guys are going to help me make this the next fucking egg pog. Or whatever the, the next, next thing is. Yeah. <laughs> Flex seal. Okay, that's good. Mustache. Check it out. Yeah. It's not going oh. not right now. Maybe later. I think it's great. I mean, anywhere you don't want to ash. Ash. Blunt, hey, blunts, uh, it's less shit to carry around. The evidence is gone when you're done. You don't have to bring back a pipe that looks just, like somebody took a shit inside of it. Maybe yeah. if you buy my product, the butt crack, you don't need you to worry about it. evidence. We're not here to listen about rival products, man. We're not, like, I, I love, love the now. idea of butt a butt crack. crack. Butt crack coming soon. Especially if it kept my butt cheeks apart so that air could like circulate. So if there could be like a little fan that circulated air through the crack as it held your belongings. Not everybody's used to having something in their butt crack. Like, as girls that wear thongs, there's something in your butt crack all the time. Yeah, but we it doesn't keep your cheeks apart. This could be like a butt cheek separator. Like a, like a breathe right nasal strip working yeah. in reverse. For your butt that's, a, that's, that's a whole other product. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my teeth just hit the microphone. All right. So, anyways. <laughs> uh, we, uh, Dave, you just yeah. got back from... Beautiful Orlando, Florida. Yeah, baby. Which is known as <laughs> right on. Human Soundboard. Everybody, you know, considers Orlando the ayahuasca capital of the world. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. You're living in Denver now, but you came to Orlando. Um you, to do the ayahuasca church, right? What is the name of this place in Orlando? It's called the Church of Mother Earth. Ayahuasca I, of church. course it is. All right. So it's it's legal. It's uh, considered an actual church by the federal government, right? Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah they're, they're a religious institution. Even though I'm very secular, I don't... I mean, I was... Now you're religious, right? Tax exempt? I will never be religious. I know. I know, but... But, yeah. You've seen some shit. But, it, you know, it seems culty, kind of religious-y, like, when you start breaking it down. Um, so, as somebody that's still and will never really embrace religion, it hasn't changed that. Did you have to right. give up your Jewish card? When you joined, I think the when Church I got my Mother back Earth? tattoo, when I got my back tattoo, oh, I kind never of let you in the Jew heaven. No, I can like hang out at a Jewish cemetery, but I'll never be able to there. hang there forever. You yeah. can hang out at the pearly gates, but you ain't walking through. Sad. Maybe they'll let me wear some pearls. So, anyways, walk us through it. 
I want to go do ayahuasca in Orlando. What yeah. do we? What do you do first? Do you have to sign up for the church? Yeah, you got to become a member of the church. The, oh shit! The, so you um, got to go through like baptisms? No, no, it's it's more Multiple. of just an administrative thing. Um, okay. To become a member of the church and. Is there they, a name of the religion that you're signing up for? It's ayahuasca it's is the, the central component, um, but the church is called the Church of Mother Earth Ayahuasca Church. Um, oh shit! Yeah, the guy that is responsible is Chris Young. Um, Awesome guy, really doing some some special stuff out there. Um, Tell him about the coupon. So yeah, you get the coupon. It's a spe- No, it's a pri- it's a private coupon. Oh, I apologize. Um, no, I see. I think I've seen coupons online for the yeah, ayahuasca. You can do your search. Right? I'm not going to be the reason that you have the coupon. <laughs> so what did you do? You just what you what made you want want to do? Because you like emailed Law and I, and you're like, "Are you guys in?" We're like, "Yeah, yeah we want to." I don't want to do it alone. It's kid. scary. Like when you hear about ayahuasca or you know any of the psychedelic spiritual retreats, it's a little bit scary because sure. there's a lot of unknowns. Yeah. So I didn't want to do it by myself, and I tried to get uh, the wifey, and the wifey wasn't into it. Uh, my sister wasn't into it. Hit up you guys. No, so I did it all by myself. Like when I ran uh, the 10K a couple years ago, and Law was supposed to run with me. And JB was supposed to run with me. Um, and uh, AJ, AJ was supposed to run with me. Call them yeah. all out by, by name. I did. Uh, AJ, Dave, I mean, Good. you guys were all in. I was the only one that ended up running that 10K. So I was the only, only one that ended up going to the ayahuasca ceremony. Test your friendships by seeing who will go with you to did run you a 10K talk? on ayahuasca. <laughs> um, I'm down. Really? I don't know how much. Let's blend those two things go together. Go at the speed of light. No, that would be a bad idea. But I like where you're Because at. of the diarrhea. So there the is no diarrhea. All right. So basically, you, you, you enroll with the church and you sign up for one of these retreats and you pay for the, the medicine, um, which is a fairly comprehensive experience because not everything is grown domestic. So, you know, some of the medicine required, even though it's all organic and natural stuff, it's, it's not really just like farm to table right here. No, but you can, uh, I believe, order all of it individually the products online like on amazon did you know that and then play out in a bathtub chemist and hope it comes out right 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 like i uh you can i'm sure how much is a sign up fee so it was uh it was like 150 bucks i think that's not bad they don't call it a sign up fee because it's a church yeah it's a virtual offer plate my friend um so no you said there we go that's what they called it what's the big (laughs) (laughs) so you sign up for the church you sign up for the retreat when you go to the retreat you stay there at the church, they have a big plot of land. It's like four and a half acres. You stay there. They have like big tents and a fire pit. It's really cool, well laid out. So you're sleeping in a tent? Sleeping in the tent or out near the fire pit, wherever. It's okay. Just a big so area. is there a, a pre-screening before you get there? Do you have to talk to somebody to make sure you're not... There's waivers. I don't know what. There's waivers and stuff. I'm not sure about a pre-screening that they would do. No health assessment. I guess my question is... You go online, you fill out your name, and you pay for your yep. whatever, and then you just show up? You enroll. There's a dialogue over email, preparatory dialogue. Right. And then you sign some waivers, and you show up, and there are like 30 people there when I did it. So tell me about I, everything I've heard is the there's really weird rules in terms of no sex for this long, don't eat this, don't do that. I didn't see the no sex one, so really? I, I violated see... that. Yeah, so... It was like no red Backdoor meat. Backdoor compliment yourself. Getting laid. <laughs> that simply wasn't going to happen, the no sex part. Um, yeah. Out of the question. What I have is many, 
when my wife is constantly hounding me about sex, I can't just turn. I know, man. <laughs> I hear you. Serious problems. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, honey, don't be hounding me constantly about sex. So there were the rules. There wasn't like did they they gave you something right like that you yeah, had you to can't, like, can't guidelines uh, to follow. Red meat, uh, like spicy stuff. They said no chili exclamation point. I don't know exactly what it was. That one's written by the janitor. Yeah, and so they they also didn't want you to take any SSRIs like uh, any of the yeah, antidepressants or um, Adderall, any of that stuff, which I hadn't been taking, but. It's good yeah. that they spelled that out. No, yeah, anything that changes your brain chemistry, they don't want you doing yeah. that. Now, in terms of weed, they weren't very strict on that, and I wouldn't have probably followed that anyways. Right. That's part of my routine. Right. Anyways, so we, uh, yeah, we showed up. They wanted like empty stomach contents mm -hmm. because one of the notorious things about ayahuasca is, you know, it does induce vomiting for some people. Right. They had some rules. Definitely a lot of rules, but I followed as many as I could. Uh, I did smoke weed that day, whatever. Yeah, I am who I am. Yeah. Did you have to shave your entire body? Um, I had to wear one of those swim caps the entire time. Um, no, they, not, no rules like that. But they did, uh, yeah, so they put us all, they organized us, they um, showed us like breathing techniques, which were all like prana-based breathing techniques um, to kind of prepare you for the ayahuasca experience. And then they, they gave us all these... Uh, areas where we we lie down we had like a pillow and a blanket and they had a bucket in case you had to purge right throw up and they doesn't it, sound bad when you say purge well it's there's an emotional spiritual like connection they with could, the physical purge. it's all how you frame it you know? no they Purging consider it terrifying they consider it uh, your evils until you yeah. violently puke in your bucket did you puke no i didn't well really? it's like do you remember? I, I purged. Do you know how? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I purged once. I did. I, I did the ayahuasca three times. So you, you take this ayahuasca and it comes. They were serving it in like one of those solo shot glasses. Uh -huh. like I was picturing a ramekin glass. Yeah, well, it wasn't. It was, they half-assed that, I guess. I feel like you needed to scooch over here so that people yeah, don't just keep hearing the voice of the you're goddess. Like, you're like the nanny and Muppet Babies. Like, no. we, don't, we can't see you. We're we talking to HAL 9000. All right. Anyways, Anyways, focus. So they give you the ayahuasca, and you it was like two or three tablespoons. I went with the max. Um, of course. Right? Did they give you the option? They did. And some people were like, reducing... Do you want to trip balls? Do you want to go to space? Like, what, are, what do they tell you is each some increment? People, he supersized it. it. They really kind of assessed you based on, like, how... Chill you were? How big you were, and... How you cool know, you were? I mean, I, I like to think, you know, I was wearing an Indian's bucket hat at the time, and, you know, they're Indian's fans. I Give this sure. guy extra. Right. That's what they did. Um, anyways, so I took three, and you, you take it, and you wait. You just kind of sit there, allow everything to kind of digest, and then you see what happens. How long do you wait? It was maybe like an hour. Oh, shit. Or longer. Sounds like a long, for some people. terrifying wait. But Usually... ultimately, you end up kind of lying down, closing your eyes, and just... Do they tell you what to expect? Really, they have like a lot of pictures and um, Damn. murals and other things. Pictures of people laying down. If you see this guy, <laughs> infographics. Tell me immediately. Flow charts. There were a lot of defibrillators. No, yeah. So, no, they had like psychedelic looking stuff. And a lot of those coincide with the visions that you get. Like uh, the same sort of color, color imagery and... Panther. Um, did you see any Panthers? I kind of did. Yeah, of course. I kind of did. Uh, the reason why they call it out? It was awesome. I tell you what, man. Like there were three ayahuasca ceremonies that I did: two at night, 
and then one during the day. And the one central theme was the way the music that they, like the way they did music, they brought in some guys from... Sorry. They brought in some, uh, some people from South Africa and one from, I think, Ecuador, and they were playing this really awesome music while you're going through your experience oh yeah they know so, what to do oh my god so as it as it kicked in they were adjusting the music to hit the highs and lows of the ayahuasca oh, shit. so you had like these didgeridoos and That's bongos cool. and flutes and everything was perfectly choreographed so there were a couple times where like i didn't have these revelations like i didn't didn't have the same kind of powerful visions but i had the same kind of imagery behind my eyes it was an amazing euphoric experience but the music would hit you at exactly the right points. And those didgeridoos, like you felt. So even if you didn't have crazy. You didn't have a didgeridoo. You in, yeah, it was oh. didgeridoo as fuck. So no, it was, it was awesome and, and a great experience. But one time I did see, like, I saw like my dad and me and like, it was really powerful and hard to articulate. But yeah. Powerful and um, all positive, man. That's awesome. Really amazing. Um, is is your dad still with us? Is it... he is? But we've had some issues, and you know, I've had reservations about having kids, and, and it just kind of like allayed some of the concerns that I had regarding maybe moving forward with that part of my life. Yeah, it was, it was powerful. I mean, I, I really can't describe it, but you kind of feel like layers of your brain start to just become a little less prevalent. Like you know, things that maybe are, are instinctive for you to just block out or be kind of uh, uneasy about they just came to the forefront and it was a uh, really really positive i saw people just that they look like they'd seen a ghost because their lives were altered it was amazing. right oh yeah i mean everything i've heard it's uh it's cha- it's going to change your life no matter what because you have this basically out-of-body experience is there a fair amount of crying involved on your end yeah well so for me i didn't have active crying like i wasn't you know bawling my eyes out and making noises but I would lie there and tears would just start, start streaming out of my eyes and Yeah. because of the power. Like I'm not, I didn't puke, but just the one time and that was the third ceremony. The other times that I didn't have to, but other people next to me that took less dosage or the same were violently purging. Yeah. I mean, it, so it, it affected everybody. Other people were crying like uncontrollably, very loud, their bodies moving around. It was, it was really powerful for some of these people but in very different ways my way was just was anybody having a bad time yeah but the next day they do these integrations where they talk about you know everybody's experience their impact their perspective um you know just a summation and every single person was profoundly positive yeah they made they say you know i was up all night throwing up purging but every single action was directly correlated with an emotion and a breakthrough and i mean if I didn't see it myself, I would think it's all bullshit, but um, it was, these people were profoundly affected uh, and all positive. Yeah, I mean, you're one of the most analytical people I know, and to hear it coming from you, at least knowing you, it's it's a bigger deal than to hear it from, I don't know, say, John Paul, just because they're not, he's just, he's just a different he's personality just, type. He's just it's, not, it's not that, cred, my friend. I'm just saying, no, I'm just joking. I, anyways, the, the thing with like the psychedelics for me, um, it's one of those, it, it's going to help you no matter what. Like this idea of a bad trip comes from just people having a shitty time because their mind isn't exactly the right way it needs to be when they're, they're eating mushrooms or doing LSD and all that stuff. 
And I, I just kind of think that you have to, like, even if it is a bad trip, you have to sit there and experience it. Like, when you have tears coming down your face and you don't know why, it's like, that's not between, like, your conscious mind. Like, you're thinking, your brain and the ayahuasca are having a conversation. It's like, all right, clear that shit out and then move on to the next, you know, and it's doing work on you in a way that you don't even understand or yeah dude, I'll, be, I'll be real honest man like you know a lot of my life up until a certain point um i would back down from you know significant challenges and fear and stuff just because it was uncomfortable you know like that's just mm-hmm. not it's not fun to face your fear and the uncertainty and everything but um you kind of reach a point where it becomes cathartic to to push through that stuff you know the, yeah, the way you sure. maybe never did in the past could you provide us with an example so well, like the ayahuasca thing. I mean, that's it's it's powerful, and people mm. have these really the extreme. Poop is in the pudding. Well, I mean, some of us don't like pudding, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, so it, it was it was for me. It was like, hey, here's this powerful thing. It could have really positive stuff. You know, I'm doing this introspective phase of my life and trying to figure out what's going on. If there's an opportunity for me to have a you know a, a little bit more insight into who I am or my you know who I should have been or whatever. Um, I'm going to take that opportunity, even though there's a potential negative consequence, whatever that entails, it's worth it because I'll be, it'll be constructive in the long run. That's essentially what I'm saying. This, I may not have taken that approach in the past because the fear is overwhelming for most of us. Did was anybody this your not? First not, quiet. I, I, God is behind I've been the camera. Jesus. For so long. Off the camera, Biatch. Not do the second and third day. There were some people that, that they're did like, refrain. One, one is, I'm happy. Well, what, what they would do is they would say the following, like right after the ceremony the next day, they'd be like, I'm not doing that. And as the day went on, it would kind of manifest itself like over and over. And then they would do it again at night. So most people ended up just changing their tune Toughing because it they out. had a chance to resonate. Was this your first out of body experience? I mean, you did, did you feel like you left your body? on another plane, another dimension sort of thing? Or was it still I, here? I tend to have a high tolerance for for psychedelics. So I would say that the day ceremony that I did, the second of the of the three days, they did it out in the woods. And so they had a, an area carved out where they had like these canopies to shelter you from some of the sun and leaves. And um, it was really like, it was, it was well done. And they had these mats that they laid out. And you basically laid down on the mats to, and took the ayahuasca. They brought all the music to the woods, and they played it in its perfect symphony. Um, it's key. And music I actually saw, yeah, that's where I had mosquitoes. I, no mosquitoes. Um, I'd be worried about mosquitoes. No, it was it was pretty policed. There weren't a lot of insects. Um, insect police. Insect police. Yeah. And so, so so we we took the ayahuasca out there, and when when that hit, that was the most powerful. Um, and I saw some of those images and the way that you see them is kind of hard to describe. Right. But it was, but you, it was you never had that thing where you were like separated from your body. Cause I always thought ayahuasca was like, Oh no, that's happening no matter what, like the way DMT is. Oh, out. you're in it. I mean, there, you know, there's no escaping what's going on. Right. There's no escape. But I mean like this thing where it's like, Oh, like I'm just not my body. Like I just left there and I was in another place, me and my body was sitting back there. Well, was, some, did you get that? Well, so I did, somebody was telling me that if you enjoy cannabis, like if you smoke weed, um, some of the imagery and visuals are a little bit buffered. Um, I guess, you know, we don't dream as much, uh, yeah. the weed smokers. Right. So and I think it'll, it'll, it'll mess directly with, you know, these psychedelic sort of things. Like they, that's, you know, they tell you not to do it for a reason because it'll, it will hinder your... Right. So maybe I didn't see some of that stuff, but 
what I did see was really freaking amazing, man. Yeah. I, I, I got a question. Yes. Sorry, it's just it's hard to interject with just four interrupt. people. Yeah. It was like producer, 10 minutes you. ago. I was just wondering about the beginning process still. Um, I was wondering, do you like set intentions? Like, yeah. do you go in there with, you know, things you want to work on or just, you know, do, do, do they actually have like an intention kind of? Yeah, they go through like a smoke ceremony where they they have a, a bowl with I don't know exactly what it contains, but it um, you know smoke is coming out of it. They put a blanket. It's tobacco, I think, actually. They put I a blanket put over tobacco. you, um, and they kind of like engulf you in the smoke. Um, okay. You set an intention. You throw like little seeds into a fire. I mean, there are components like that. Do you say are, like, are you afraid of the dark? I'm not afraid of the dark. No, no, like the this, at the uh, beginning of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Show. When they throw the stuff in the fire fumes up i'm not i'm not familiar with this with that show. scene uh, Dave's uh, really so he's yeah, older and, than us. Uh, I, was a little bit be, I guess so you probably weren't scared of that show then but they're like that's not a good intention no no do it over <laughs> the, the intention is internal it's like meditation yeah you so they don't have, you have to say, say it out loud no that's nice yeah. i don't know i think they should make people say you don't want to have to be like i don't want to be gay anymore and then like <laughs> revealing lifelong secrets no <laughs> um so yeah we need to be more gay. <laughs> Ramp it up a bit. So, okay. So, you're in the... Did you... I have a question since you're clearly struggling to think of what you want to say. Yeah. Is there much of an aura like the next day? Like, are you just on feeling so good the next day or you feel like shit? No, you feel... I mean, you feel a little bit drained, you know, from the ayahuasca because it's emotionally and physically draining. Um but you feel mentally clear. Um, mm -hmm. It was really, it resonated. And even after I got home, I was still kind of floating a little bit. And when I heard certain songs from the ceremony, it re-triggered oh, yeah. some things. When you and played so, your didgeridoo mix. Oh, oh I still got some songs that I'm like, nope, get it out of my playlist. Yeah, I don't hear that. They're amazing. Not while I'm driving. We should exit with one of the didgeridoo. That's all it is. Amazing. So yeah, it wasn't just all fun and games. It was, it was fun and games, like because I, those are my games. Like I like I like psychedelic games. <laughs> no, it was great. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it was um, fun. I mean, they did this thing called rape, which is pronounced rape but spelled rape. <laughs> Jesus, is that the stuff they blow in your face? And an all rape. What? Yeah, because there's a different. It's not <laughs> just ayahuasca. An all rape. You just so, don't drink that ayahuasca. Hey. You do other things, too, during the ceremony. So, yeah, so the, the rape, which I can't type because rape, I can't find that fucking E, the rape E. I'll, I'll, it's like an accent Unicode e. hex input. I would like an Enya. I did rape. Gotta have that E or else it's rape. So, anyways, without that e, e, I'm not She's into rape. So, the rape, they, they... Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> rape victim. You're, you're rape my thought process. Okay. All right, so you take this powder and you crush up this powder in your hand and you take a tube it's like a little ram's horn or some shit i don't know you take a tube uh, or a hollowed out bison tooth and you uh <laughs> you scoop it up and then they blow it up your nostril whoa right hard, up the nose hard they sh put one end in your nostril and blow hard i'd be more scared of that what than drinking and yeah them, and they shove the powdery shit all up into your third eye Whoa, what is the, what, did you ask them what that is, or you're just like, oh, oh yeah, I mean, it's, well, and so they did it, and then it's, so once they did that, I can only imagine, your head is all fucked up, and then you inhale to ingest it even further, and they let it sit for maybe like 30 seconds, and then they do the other nostril, 
and then you're just constantly inhaling, exhaling, and you're spitting out all the accumulation in your throat. And it's terrible mm. for like I'd say what five minutes. What it taste like? I mean, can you it's horrible, horrible. It? You bl end up blowing your nose after a few minutes, and it's all like dirt and dust. I would love to Google but, this. But after the rape is done, you have this level of kind of like clarity and mental focus. It's really interesting. Things are really clear. It looks like you're wearing blue block or sunglasses, like that kind of view. Oh, weird. Wait, that's after the ayahuasca you yeah. drink? That's... Yeah, you do the okay. rape after the ayahuasca. What's the ayahuasca taste the like? Uh, what does the ayahuasca taste like? It tastes like if you took super, super concentrated espresso, like sludgy espresso, and you mixed it with rotten prunes and rotten dates and maybe some motor oil. Yeah, there's something to that, I think. It's like no pain, no like gain. Death. Well, it smells like death. You but, know what ayahuasca means? No, like vine of the. I wrote it down. It is a vine. Spirit vine corpse of the dead. Rope. If you say my last name, really? Germany, that, you say it German. In that it's order. Vine God. Vine oh God. yes, David Vine God. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Mister Vine God. It's good to see you again. The rest is a podcast. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So okay. So I got rapid. You got uh, yeah. hard. But like they didn't tell you what it was. They can't just say it's rape and then blow shit up your nose no, and no, you're they, on with your day. Did. I don't remember all you the details. Okay. They, uh, it's that's one I would have been like, okay, I'm gonna. I don't want to do any lines of rape while I'm there. Right. Well, I um, you can go online and you can look. I just don't remember. I don't have. Okay. Is it like a la carte? Can you be like, no rape for me, thank you. You do not have to pay to get rape. Really? You can refrain from <laughs> rape. But if you're doing it, you got to do all the shit. No, only I would say only 25% of the people did rape. Really? Yeah. Is it just those two things? You do the ayahuasca and the rape? I did ayahuasca and rape. Um, titty they twisters? Had, they did they like do this, any titty twisters? It was optional. I chose, Wet willies? I chose not to. Um, Swirlies. They had, uh, they had this kanbo or kembo thing uh, from frogs. It's like a frog poison. They put in your butt? <laughs> it didn't go in your butt, but it went on your shoulder. And like people had these burn marks, like it looked God. like it'd been in like a uh, like a black fraternity with a brand. poison burn their skin. Yeah. Pop, it, pop, 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 what does that do? Supposedly is another healing medicine. I would do the frog poison, oh. the burning frog poison, before I would get <laughs> rap aid. I think. Jesus. So that was a, an extra fee. I didn't stick around for that one. So extra the, fee. It was an extra. Really? Fee. They actually do charge a la carte for the various poisons for like extra ayahuasca ceremonies and. Um, How much is the rape? The rape was free. Oh. <laughs> like lenape. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It, tried, it was rape was legit. Like I didn't see. There's no Olivia Benson or anything from SBU <laughs> showed up. It was completely legit rape. That's a deep pull, Olivia Benson. Yeah, I went too far that. on that one. The uh, you watch SBU, she's a hero. The thing with uh, having kids, I'm curious, and if you don't want to talk about it, you can't. But, uh, but I'm gonna. just curious if, like, how did that uh, break down for, like, what made, what switched in your mind? Like, what did you see? What did you hear that you were like? It's just like the way that the transition from, like, me as a little kid with my dad to, like, me with a Oh, so a it kid. all intertwined. It just kind of, dude, I saw a fish in the tree. I was laying there, and, like, the fish. So the one thing I gathered from this ceremony is, like I said, I'm secular. Like, I, religion to me is just, like, a way to try to do good shit. I don't mm -hmm. know. But earth like nature just kind of presented itself as like a higher power it just presented itself in a in a way that made sense that if you were going to worship anything or pay homage to anything it should be nature yeah um uh, avatar style yeah the things you could see amazing i mean really 
but I saw a tree that was like the leaves were swaying in concert with the music, and there was a fish in the tree for some reason. His name was Maurice. Were, were your eyes open? His <laughs> name was Maurice. Were you like meditating, or was your eyes open? Your eyes were closed, and you were just lying yeah. there and allowing it to just kind of engulf you. Yeah, yeah. I was rapid all day. So you're you went into this wondering, are children something that that I want to do? I never like I was always resisting because I just didn't have good experience myself. You know, I don't have. Yeah good memories and i just didn't uh i didn't know that i could translate that to something positive but it's just kind of so you you left emerged. the experience thinking i'm okay with it like it, it doesn't scare me maybe like you're gonna stop pulling out well it would be a planned parenthood but uh i would i'd be contributing right. to the planning instead of just going with the flow you know? great now we're gonna get sued was that something you were thinking about going in like <laughs> oh, i want to think about my dad i want to think about having kids or no, it just man. happened no see that's what i'm talking about where it's like so just oh, that shit's going to, that, like, that ayahuasca decided, nope, this, you need to figure this out here, and you're going to be better off for it. It's what blows my mind. Well, it was it's clearly like something that was, like, it. just never dealt with, you know, never, right. like, materialized in anything. Yeah, and it pulled it out of you. It's crazy. Dude, people, I mean, they had experiences where they, like I said, they had a, they had a look on their face like they'd seen a ghost, but they, were, they had dealt with so much shit by throwing up or crying or whatever, but they all walked away happy and yeah, it's crazy. I've never I, seen anything like that. I mean, people have things that they've forgotten happen to them yeah. that traumatize them, that come up for that sort of thing. That then they are able to further deal with it, just because, like I said, with the out of, out of body experience stuff, it's just this thing where it's like, okay, no matter what happens here on Earth, I've always got that other side. Whenever that happens, after I die or whatever, and it's sort of, I love the thing about the like when astronauts first go up above the atmosphere and they can actually look down on the earth and it's this like thing it's like oh man everybody's problems in the entire world are right i could see everything yeah and it's just this overview effect that lets you clear things out and and decide what's important from there going out you know yeah i think uh, i think any level of uh, introspection is positive you know there's always the uncertainty of ayahuasca can be a little uncertain but um I think anytime you come out more constructive and a little bit more wise on the other side, it's it's a worthwhile experience. Do you feel like you've gained any specific perspective? Like, I don't know. I, I just don't think I have like all these cobwebs. Like, I don't have all these apps open that are yes. confusing my my. That's vision. exactly how yeah, you describe. Well, no, that's the Joe Rogan way of putting oh. it. Where he says it takes yeah. all of your messy desktop uh, icons and puts them all it's into like one meditation folder. Is similar. My old bullshit. That's a Joe Rogan copyright whatever yeah. but yeah but it's a perfect explanation because it's like you then get to decide what you need to pay attention to because yeah. it's telling you none of it's important realistically no matter how much you think this person's opinion of you matters or you know how you handle your kids or how, what kind of person you know none of it really matters yeah because when you're dead within a hundred years nobody's gonna give a fuck about you like no matter what like unless you're hitler or somebody in a bad way you know like unless you did something horrible usually so yeah, people don't remember the good ones, right? You know, person who was nice to the homeless people. Other, okay, Jesus. Okay, we remember him if he was real, but still, um, yeah, it's I'm a huge psychedelic proponent just because, I, it, for me, it's been huge, like in terms of just that clear out, refresh, reset button sort of thing, and um, then beyond that, the out of body experience. Everybody should do that just once, whether it's DMT. Shitload of mushrooms, shitload of LSD, ayahuasca. Yeah, you gotta leave this thing once. I mean, like, just just because there's something that's not prescribed by a doctor that has like 
documented positive medicinal qualities doesn't mean you should dismiss it. Huge medicinal qualities. Yeah. I mean, especially for people near death, cancer, terminal patients, like they give them, they, I mean, this is an ongoing study, but it's shown like real promise where you give them LSD and they have that out of body experience or they, they're able to step out and understand, okay, I might be dying, but hey, there's that other thing afterwards, you know, you can see it. Yeah, there was a guy there that he runs an organization that helps veterans uh, pay for treatment. Yes. Yeah. He knows what kind of impact it'll oh, have. Oh, for PTSD, life. that yeah. sort of thing. And I mean, it goes beyond just that, you know, there's uh, MDMA is right. something that they're looking at for that. Um, and the thing to remember, like a lot of these like mushrooms, it's completely non-toxic. The, I don't know who did the, uh, the report, but the mushrooms, magic mushrooms are the safest drug you can do. Safer than weed. Was it psilocybin or what? Psilocybin. Psilocybin. <laughs> Pill. I was close. Psilocybin. I was silent. close, motherfucker. Um, yeah. That's awesome, man. I'm just um, trying to wrap my head around it all. Like, yeah, like most people think about it and the way I would think about it for a long time is like recreational partying. Like people are like, oh, you're fucking getting fucked up. But yeah. no, like shit. That's, really deal with some problems, think about some stuff, and like go, go into it that way. With go some get blackout. Go get blackout drunk, and that experience, overwhelming in a very different, different way. way. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's can, endorsed, right? It so, can have its exactly. own medicinal alcohol sort of. You know, it's nice to go out and get drunk and have fun with your friends every once in a while. You know, yeah. you're gonna pay for it, but yeah. and I'm like somebody like me, like control freak. Sometimes, like I'm trying to like figure out what my experience would be like. But like you were saying, you weren't even you went into it with totally different intentions, and you came out with a different perspective but yeah so it's hard for me to like let go of that being like okay i'm just gonna not know anything that's gonna happen to me right now we're gonna go into it and the right thing's gonna happen hopefully but it usually does everybody i've ever heard talk about it even mushrooms and stuff they're always like even if they're like it was a tough time they're they didn't regret it like they always learn something nobody's ever felt like shit the next day no you always feel amazing what is the recommended frequency that that you do go to go to church. Oh, I mean, I don't. There is no recommended like. Oh, I just got the weirdest deja vu ever. Yeah. Yeah. We believe you. All right. <laughs> Off camera personality. Yeah. Um, anyway, we believe you. Uh, there is no recommendation. I mean, people have been going back. You know, there are a lot of people that have been there a few times and. A couple uh, times a year. I don't know. It's I'll, just ask me. Ask me. When will you? Months. When will you go again? I'd like to go with some other people, like my yeah. sister. I'm gonna go with them. My wife, anybody here that wants to go, like I think it's cool to experience that with other people that you already have rapport with. But I'll tell you what, I made a lot of friends with the people that were there that I'd never met before. So either way, it's what kind of people? Well, you have to be friends after they All see ages. diarrhea yourself. Yeah. What no, no, kind no diarrhea, of just just purging through the mouth. Um, but if old, you don't eat, why are you puking? If you haven't eaten anything, what are you puking up? You're drinking water. And um, you're supposed to eat like vegetables and fruits and stuff. I probably do fast. I fasted after like the first morning for like a couple of days. I wanted to ask this earlier. Is it like distracting with people puking and having their experience right next to you? Yeah, there like, were some people that were violently, violently purging. Is that like take away from your experience? I'm not a very good looking puker. I'd probably be one of those people. Just like just making the worst face. Who's a good looking puker? Doing no. yeah. Magnum. You could probably make it work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the thing? So no, my puking was very it was quick to the point to get back to business. Did you feel like it was like anybody's like bad energy was contagious? Were you like, I got to get away from this person? No, I mean some people they were 
vocal about, you know, it's hard because this guy was writhing, puking next to me. But for me, I was just kind of, um, I brought one of these uh, turtle fur, like, um, scarf things, and I put that <laughs> over my... Of course my, you did. I put that over my, uh, over my eyes, and that just kind of... That just kind of set me off. Okay. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. What about bringing like turtle furs? Turtle fur, man. When I snowboard, to keep my neck warm. Okay. It's like a tube. It's like foreskin that was removed in a complete. <laughs> what if the cylinder. dude next to you they like, tell you not to talk to people? The dude next to you is like, "Hey, <laughs> like, I got. I'm not talking to you, buddy. You look like you a want some more of that rapping. <laughs> <laughs> no, they uh, they tell you not to talk or touch. Oh, really? So like, if you're a couple, okay, like, don't so yeah, guy starts running around, duck, no duck, talking, duck. no touching. Yeah, they think it's contagious. And uh, there were some people that, like, midway through the trip, they'd ask you if you wanted, like, to boost it back up, you know, to kind of rejuvenate it. I didn't do that because I wasn't really sure what to expect, but I think next time I would do the boost. Yeah. Oh, they tell you not to talk? So, like, you can't be like, get away from me, demon. (laughs) Well, if you're talking to yourself (laughs) 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 or whatever internal, (laughs) uh, just know... Cross talking with other people. Oh, gotcha. Listen, Talk to I don't want to tell on anybody, but that guy over there keeps saying the N word to himself. Just yelling out loud. I'm not talking to anybody specific. But, I'm not uh, saying it to you. Saying it to the, say. the, the Black Panther in my, my dreams. Yeah, none of those. <laughs> what if somebody just starts making you laugh the whole time? Is it a laugh riot? Like, are people having a good no. time? <laughs> no. No, it's, huh. it's it's more it's more of like a um, not. No, it's not light like that at all. Yeah, see, that's any dancing. Like you wouldn't want describe to it as fun. Some people were dancing a little bit. How long did it last? The, the like whole... four hours. Yeah, what's so the, you were supposed the to stay there the whole time. You stay in. They had people monitoring just to make sure, like, if anybody was freaking out, they could tend to them or whatever. Straight jacket. They didn't want you to walk near the fire like by yourself. So they would kind of like guide you to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Did you look at the fire fire? Yeah, they put in uh, changing color smoke stuff. Oh and... shit! They're, this is did this they sounds cool. <laughs> They yeah, just told you they yeah, were really. in the lasers? Matrix. They did. Yeah. Don't you see it? Lasers? No lasers. The music was enough, man. The, the music was. See, yeah, that's the thing. I, I, ayahuasca never seems like that that fun time because, like, with mushrooms, you can eat a little bit and have fun with your friends, and it's it can be a laugh riot. They call it silly psilocybin. You know, like if you don't. Or pilly psilocybin. Psilocybin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, there's always that anxiety, no matter what kind of uh, psychedelic you're doing. Yeah. Even though I know exactly how it's going to go, I know it's going to be fine. I know that the next day I'm going to feel great. It's like, oh shit, right? You have Breathe. to release. You have to release control, though. Right. You have to be vulnerable, which that's is never thing. fun, right? right? And that's the whole idea. That's like everything is just being like, okay, this like this is going to happen, and uh, it does, if it kills my body, it doesn't addicted. matter. Like you're not addicted no. to ayahuasca, right? Right. <laughs> you're not jonesing. Actually, actually, it's the contrary. Like people have been there. They they have testimonials of people going there, and immediately their cravings for whatever they were addicted to are, are gone. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, tobacco for sure. Nicotine. I, mean, I really like, like drinking coffee. I feel like I don't want to give it up. What if you go there and they're like, your body's like, ah, oh, you're quitting it. That's interesting though. I, I wonder if like if it's something like if you're a heavy cigarette smoker. And you go in and you're just like, I like smoking cigarettes. I don't care about my body. Like, you go in and it's like, oh, you hate cigarettes? Now you're like, oh, man, what the fuck? Like, I still want to smoke cigarettes. Give me that. They taste like dog shit. I think you have the choice. Like, when you, if I would have sat down and been like, do I need to smoke weed? Maybe I'd been like, no. Yeah. But I decided, hey, I'm going to smoke some weed. Yeah. So, do you want to smoke cigarettes? Go keep smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Okay. 
So All maybe right. it resets your palate a little bit so it doesn't taste like candy. Reset. Yeah, man. That's cool. I want to do it. We're going to do it together. Were there any people that were in the medical profession that you met while you were there? There was a psychologist. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. He was probably mm. the one that was affected the most. Like Psychologist? Oh, most purchased. Maybe he had all these people's problems. Is, oh, I don't yeah. know. But I talked to the, the guy, Chris, the guy that runs it, and because I'd only purged the one time, and I felt a little left out. I got I to tell you. I, got, I, I would take it as a good thing. There was some violent purging, and I had none of that. And I was like, am I not getting the full effects? Like, what am I missing out on with this purging? Uh, I was thinking about being like ayahuasca bulimic just to see how it, but it didn't happen. So I went to the, the guy, and I said, you know, is this bad that I haven't been purging? He's like, well, have you done, you know, any therapy or introspection, anything like addressed any issues that may have like eliminated some of the problems that you have built up? And I, I have, you know, and he said, that's probably why the people that haven't that's dealt crazy. with things. So every time you're puking, it's active. like a bad thing getting out of you. Yes. Like, literally. That's what he get said. Of he said the purging wow. is almost like directly correlated to how saying. much stuff needs to be. Yeah. Because you're giving back. You give this back to nature, essentially. Like oh. once the ayahuasca come back, comes back up they pour it back in an area where it can be replenished into nature. Um, so you're giving it back. Before the days of psychologists, they needed some way to purge their badness, right? Yeah. Or like somebody figure it out. Oh, more. dude, the, the, the origins of ayahuasca is mind-blowing, like that they found these two plants that if you mix them together and do this shit, like they don't even know how they came up with it. It's been around Natural for epoxy. thousands of years and like it's just like, oh, it's just kind of always been this way, you know? And it's like, what? Like... This this weird vibe, and it, of course I'm coming across like a total hippie right now about it, but I am. It sounds, I, I believe it. It I, sounds I don't weird if you're not if you haven't explored that. Right. But it, it, once so I want to know where, how where it came from. Shit. But it's like for mental health, you know, um, it, it's just incredible where, that it's this like uh, non-negotiable thing where it's like, you know, you meet these people, it's like oh, yeah, I'm going to therapy. It's like if you don't really want to believe that you're going to get or change or whatever, it ain't gonna happen. Ayahuasca don't give a shit. Like it's gonna do that. I mean, like you know, with your dad and having kids, it's like you weren't going into it thinking about that, and no, not at all. And you're like, it's one of the first things you're, you're you that comes to your mind, you know. And it's like you didn't even realize how big a deal that was hanging in the background. Yeah, it kind of like think of it like a a, a a drain snake. Like you throw the the snake down in there, and you have really no idea oh, how much yeah. shit you're gonna pull back out from the drain. That's a cool I metaphor. Mean, it could be, and you have no idea what yeah. you're going to pull back out, how much. Uh, um, it may take a few times, yeah. but bottom line is that's really the only way to get it. You don't want to push it back out. You want to pull it. You want to you just pull it back out and see what you got, and that's what it does. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Anything else, John Paul? No, that was very informative. I, I always wondered how the whole thing went down, really. It's very interesting, so... Yeah, man, I would highly recommend uh, at least looking at it and seeing, but you'd be really surprised. Um, I didn't think that stuff was possible, man. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love cool. people. I know that like it happens a lot where people want to talk about their psychedelic stories. I'm the type of person that I'll sit there and listen to somebody <laughs> tell tell them like, talk to me about what you're seeing. How did it go? I will sit there and listen to that shit all day. I just think it's the coolest shit because it's like out of the like coming from somewhere else you know you don't think you're you're not thinking of this stuff and it's like man where is that fucking coming from you know yeah and the people with similar experiences it's like how the fuck yeah. is that happening like panthers you're like when people see the same things like you see what the faces fuck is going on like, like you, that's what made me really think nature is that one 
that's the deity. Like that's what we should really be believing in or trusting or whatever. Because every part of nature I saw, there was some sort of face manifesting itself through that. Yeah. Vision. Like you could look at anything that was affiliated with nature or, or influenced by nature, and there were faces in it. It that's was really just a, an empowered or not empowered, a very powerful uh, experience across the board. Yeah, it's interesting you saw the faces themselves because that's like yeah. a step up. It's like you know eating mushrooms. You, you go outside. You just feel like the trees are like hanging out. Like, you know, it's like they're moving around in the wind. It's shit that when you're sober, you're it's like, okay, yeah, the wind is blowing the trees. But when you're on mushrooms, you're like, man, what the fuck if they are like kind of with it? You know, like they kind of show that like hey, plants do communicate sort of thing. And like, man, who knows what kind of computer we're going to come up with that can measure that shit. It's just like so weird. You can to hear the chatter of yeah. the trees. Like, look yeah. at this fucking guy over there <laughs> tripping his balls up. Wave your arms around some more. Freak them out. This, uh, the good thing about this is like, uh, you know, sometimes when you, if you're not accustomed to doing psychedelics, it's super intimidating because you don't know who to trust. Like maybe you right. don't have the right person around that you fully trust. Like the way that they guide everybody through the process of ayahuasca consumption, um, it, you, there's implicit trust and it's well earned and well deserved. Yeah, that's no, really see, that's, cool. that's really good to hear. I've heard. How? There's how lots of. Trust, how do they get you to trust a guy that you don't know? Dude, it's just the way they handle everything and the level of empathy that's clearly evident um, in everything that they do. It like takes away because if you didn't remove that fear, it would make it a really bad experience for most people. Because there's that extra volatility of emotion, not knowing like once I'm under, like do these people have my back? And you totally felt as if they have your back um, in every facet. Yeah. So that was comforting. That's important to like share with people that it's like okay, there's. Somebody I know and I trust has gone to this place and, and done it and seen that it's it's legit. We didn't like, steal your wallet. There's all kinds of there's places yeah. that like, you know, the shamans are fueling up chicks while they're tripping out and that sort of shit. It's like, oh my god, oh, are you kidding me? Is there anything? Like, I mean, it's pretty bad. Like people tripping on ayahuasca and then you're like, molested. you've heard of that? Yeah. Oh fuck, that shit happens. And most of the time, happened? this stuff's underground too. So like, I mean, the <laughs> you really don't know what the hell's right. going on. Yeah, and they're doing the people that where those things do happen it's you're you're doing some sort of weird craigslist ayahuasca thing don't do like, craigslist ayahuasca really those never again don't combine those phrases little psa for yeah yeah kids craigslist ayahuasca <laughs> anyways all right i think we should just wrap it up call it a day it's fun um mustache m-u-s-t-a-s-h mustache stash mustache yeah because seriously you don't want to carry a purse just to carry your weed. Why not have a blunt for the night that you can reuse four or five times? It's all built into the mustache. Nobody can smell what's in your pocket. Nobody can fucking... Hey, somebody, somebody, somebody can throw you in the pool and uh, this thing's water resistant. Um, it's a must yeah. for your ash. It is Nobody talked. Or must... It's a must for your stash. However you want to spell Okay. That. However you want to spin that. Do you want to share your website, homie? Yeah. If you remember uh, it. Tampaniac.com for Tampa. all your video needs. Tampaniac. Tampa with an N-I-A-C. I know you've had to redo that so many times. Keeping it. Also, check out the new Sweat Equity Podcast website. I'll have to show you that. Yeah. It's, it's not that good. I mean, I made it, but um, it's good. The website's amazing. <laughs> I'm just saying there's not much to see. Um, yeah. Tokabaga Consulting, T-O-C-O-W-O-R-K-S dot com, Togoworks. 
That flew off the tongue. Yeah. M I S S I S S. All these hard business names took a lot of time. In my ear all the time. Fresh books. Go on there. 30 day free trial. Offer code sweat, like butt sweat. Anything else people want to talk about? You know, we don't even need law for this shit anymore. I think he's. Sorry, Fresh Books. I've used your services. They're great. All right. Doesn't make me think of butt sweat. Thank you. We're out. Butt sweat and tears. Nicole. Please stop the recorder. I thought you wanted me to say goodbye. Oh, just how we began it.